Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You just get this thing out, so I've got the... I think you should eat on the tape. I think you're, I'm totally fine with there being crisp mm. noises on the tape. I think it gives it that kind of real texture to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, let's do this. This is a Manhattan-bound B Express train. The next stop is Grand Street. Mind the gap. Welcome to Skylines, the City Metric Podcast. I'm John. And I'm Stephanie. Hello. Hello, and you don't have a mouthful of crisp. That really you <laughs> sabotage my whole plan for humiliating you. We are in my office in well, yeah. Westminster. Yeah, this is this is this is Skylines on tour. We're in we're in the uh, the prospect offices, which is exciting. We're in the very posh room. They have much posher offices than us, which is that's kind of unfair. I, I mean, mean, we share the building with other people, but it's true. I've come a long way from the days of the slot bucket. We also share the building with other people, and our office is, <laughs> is a terrible place. Does it sm- still smell kind of like disintegrating broccoli in the basement? Oh no! Did you not hear what happened with that? Was that a hole in the ceiling? Yeah, it yeah, turned out there was okay. a leak. Like we used, we used to make jokes about that, and then the ceiling fell in. Um, but they've, they've fixed that now, so it doesn't smell anymore. He's so that's getting something. all the top news on City Metro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This um, is anyway. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. How, how's your 2017 then? Um, politically bad. Personally, actually, kind of okay. So I'm mostly feeling guilty about that. How's yours been? Um, it's been all right. It's been like I was trying to think of like interesting things that have happened this year, or at least interesting things I'm going to discuss in the bloody podcast that have happened this year. Um, and there were surprisingly few. It's just like I seem to have written quite a lot. You have written a lot. I was go- I was just going through through the archives, like finding things to shamelessly re-promote, and it's like, well, there's quite. I've done quite a lot this year actually, but none of it's. I don't think I've set the world alight with anything. I've just kind of like, it's been volume rather than quality. I feel. You did do one slightly controversial article a few weeks ago. Did you want to talk about that? Do you want to? Talk? Okay, I think I know the one you mean. This is imperialist knowledge over here. Okay, now hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so, like, I wrote a piece about. I mean, I really hope this is the one you mean, and I haven't just been like conquering countries and then forgetting about it. But I wrote a piece about what the collective name for the archipelago off the northwestern coast of Europe, which contains the United Kingdom and the Republic of Ireland, should be called collectively. Because often this is something that comes up. I used to write about finance. It's often been treated as like, you know, in the same way there'll be like, you know, a Benelux specialist, there'll be a, a UK and Ireland specialist, or it's geographically, it's a single thing. 
but but politically not not so much and i've got in trouble with this before so i thought i'd write a piece about the you know teach the controversy see i was quite interested because it kicked off over a headline you wrote didn't it uh yeah which is so so an irish writer called kate birmingham did a piece for us in which a starting premise was Dublin has a better quality of life than any other city in this in these collection of islands. In these isles, yeah. yeah. And I unthinkingly put the British Isles in the headline because, to my mind, that was an uncontroversial term. If you haven't come across the controversy and you've not been forced to live with the legacy of colonial oppression in Ireland... It's not necessarily something you're gonna you're gonna think of as remotely controversial. Like the number of people, not all of whom are, are sort of you know nasty right wing arseholes who are saying, "Why can't we just call them the British Isles?" was kind of indicative of the fact that people don't necessarily realise there is even a controversy here, right? Yeah, I think it's one of those things where if you go through the British school system as we did, you don't necessarily learn about Ireland at any point in that process, and so yeah. you don't learn, for instance, that you know. Most years of the famine, Ireland was still a net exporter of food and other horrifying facts. Um, but no, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that specific example because I definitely saw reading it how it was a little too an Irish route, a little bit sort of off these lands that we have conquered. Your village, the Irish people, is the finest. But no, I thought you did a very good job of, of rephrasing it and saying it's better than anywhere in the UK. But it is. It's a controversial thing, and it's um, you do still have some Irish politicians who say British Isles I looked and it is still sometimes used in the doll um, I mean it is the sort of standard this is this is one of the problems with fighting the against it it's, term, it's it? just what yeah in it's just, it's, it's used internationally like the French name for the islands is uh, Les Isles Britanniques so yeah and even even I mean in Irish they would say um, Ireland and Great Britain or I think it's Ireland and Great Britain or Ireland and the island of Britain I'm trying to remember now but um or they would say they're islands of the Northwest Atlantic. So Deneen, who's the kind of um, lexographer of the 1920s Irish language, uses um, Western European Isles, I think. But yeah, so there are kind of various. Iona is another one, islands of the North Atlantic. But this is the problem you run into is like... So so there were basically two overwhelming responses to this piece. One of which is one I already mentioned, is people going, they're the British Isles, what's your problem? Why are you problematising this? And the other one was people saying... Duh, it's... And then a, a completely unrecognisable term. See, and there's not even a single unrecognisable term. There's lots of these different ones, none of which have really become established as, like, the alternative label. And that's see, quite difficult to negotiate. Yeah, see, I think these aisles is relatively well established, but you're right, there's context in which these aisles is confusing, particularly if you're writing from outside these aisles, about these aisles. Or, like, um, you know, we, we pop up on Google outside these aisles, so, like, you know, if, you, yeah, if someone's you, reading you this in Kabul, it's like, yeah, which yeah. aisles are we talking about here? But it is one of those things where I think... Um, and I think the way you got around it by talking about the UK was quite clever, in that normally there is a way to rephrase it. And it's just, I suppose, one of those courtesy things but yeah I probably I avoid the term British Isles when I possibly can um, it's I mean I do now but mostly <laughs> because I've been shouted the, the other problem and like this is another thing I thought about a lot this year is the the British population is much much bigger right like it's not just a little bit bigger it's like an order of magnitude bigger so like you, there is kind of a trade-off where you're thinking well 
let's use the less recognisable term for the vast majority of the people who will be reading this to not offend a small number. And that's, I'm not saying, you know, I think you should do that, but I'm saying that does, that does complicate it. And then another thing I wrote this year is about the problem of like, you know, it was at some fringe event that kept getting hijacked by the Hereford Liberation Movement or whatever it's called. It was like some tiny group of people popping up in Labour fringe meetings saying, don't forget Herefordshire. And the problem is, that it, it, from, from the point of view of the Labour Party, there are quite good reasons for forgetting about Herefordshire, because there's about eight people who live there and none of them vote Labour. So it's really difficult to, like, on the one level, you kind of don't want to say to people, sod off. But on another level, it's like, this is not the priority in this, this meeting about urban uh, poverty, is it? It's like, it's kind of difficult to negotiate those things where you have, like, very small populations compared to very big ones. If you want to send your angry treat about, you know, um, John comparing Herefordshire to decades of cruelty and hunger under British colonialism. He's at John Elledge, no underscore. Okay, I might Twitter. cut this bit. You can <laughs> just send that straight to him. No, it was a segue. It was a segue. I'm not saying, of course it's not comparable. I'm just saying, like, but the point that, like, so another thing that annoys me, and these guys can bugger off because they were, like, the, the architects of imperialism, not its victims, is, like, when, when you get Scots nationalists going, oh, you know, Scotland, like, why is London getting all the attention? And that, well, okay, London getting too much attention is a major problem, but another part of the UK that gets a amount of attention disproportionate to its population is Scotland, which has half as many people as London does living in it. And it's like, they don't like it when you point out there are more people in London than there are in Scotland. Please don't repeat. <laughs> if you happen to be based in, you know, Aberdeen, tear yourself away from shouting at seagulls and shout at John instead. Um... You're now going to embarrass and degradate me, because you have a quiz for me. I have. Well, last Christmas you did me a quiz, so I thought I'd return the favour. <laughs> last I've Christmas I did you a quiz. Yeah, I've got... On the very next day. Okay. Okay, okay. So, so it's, it's about... Uh, well, there's, there's, there's assorted questions. There's several different rounds. I said I wasn't going to do lots of questions, but then I accidentally did, so... Okay. First up, we have the Manchester round. Okay. Question one, what does the name Manchester actually mean? Uh, uh, Chester means camp. Is it a camp of a group of men, Manus, Hand? No, you're, you're right on the, on the Chester, but you're almost exactly wrong on the... It comes from um, the Latin name Mamukium, which is believed to come from a Latinization of a Britonic name, either mam, meaning uh, breast, and therefore a hill shaped like a breast... Or, or from Mother, which may have been a local river goddess. But anyway, it's possible that Manchester means the, the fault of the hill shaped like a breast. I think I've seen that episode of Corey. So, so yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> I feel like I'm really on to offending people who've done, done Ireland. No, 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 Scotland, keep going, keep going. Okay, question two. If you wanted to get a tram to Old Trafford, as, as I believe you do... I have done that, yeah. What would the destination blind on that tram say? Oh, I'm assuming you're starting in central Manchester. Uh, I would... I would get one towards Media City UK and get a Fitzalford Keys and walk from there, probably. Okay, I mean, you're, 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 there, there is an Old Trafford tram stop. I was really basing this on the, the tram stop called Old Trafford. Right, if you're okay. if you're going to do some complicated thing going... Get, no, but I mean, I'd want to go to the sporters pub on the way. Anyway, yeah, yeah. no, that is what I would do. I would. <laughs> the, the Old Trafford tram stop is on the Altrincham branch. Okay, yeah, no, you could also get the tram to Altrincham, but I would head to... Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> There are ten boroughs in Greater Manchester, which three are not served by any metro links. 
trams. By any Metrolink trams. Well, um, one of them's one of them is quite literally borderline. There are two that are not served at all. There is a third where the tram gets quite close to the border but doesn't quite cross. Oh. No, you know what? I'm not going to know the tram line because it's been too long since I've okay, lived there. Okay. Wigan and Bolton, which are both like quite a long way away. Yeah, see, I don't even think of those as being Manchester. Go on. Uh, and so Stock- now you can... Stockport is the borderline one. Yeah, see, I think you can get the tram to Stockport. East, it, East Didsbury come. is just over the border. So. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay, question four. Which is better, Manchester or Birmingham? Manchester. Yep, that's correct. Question five. <laughs> which is better... Manchester or Liverpool? Manchester. Oh, I'm afraid you got that one wrong. Based on what? Um, oh, it's the answer I've got written down. You wrote the answer down. Anyway, round two. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, we've been talking about the North. This is this, this is a round of. I don't know if how many of these I'm going to do, but this is a round of questions where you have to tell me which is which of these two cities is the furthest north. Oh God, we did this at quiz once. Okay. I do, on. Yeah, no, this is literally from a city metric quiz no, post. Um, um, I, I I I will I will let you know that when I was do, checking these answers and redoing the quiz, I got three out of ten. Okay. And was snarked at by my 2015 self, who sent me a message reading, "Wow, were you holding the map upside down?" Okay. So, so I I'm might really not do. All, these, yeah, on. okay. I might not do all ten, but okay. Which is further north, Tokyo or Los Angeles? Oh, they're international. Um, <laughs> Los Angeles. No, Tokyo. Vancouver or Marseille? Marseille. No, Vancouver. Hong Kong or Dubai? Hong Kong. No, Dubai. You see the problem here. These are quite hard. But I'm, I'm deliberately going for the one that feels yeah, like a I trick. Think, I think my I think my former self kind of foresaw that that we that would do this. This strategy would come up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll only do a couple more. Question for Madrid or New York? New York. Yes, but only by seventeen miles. Is it really? Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's, it's like small. yeah. I mean, they're basically about the same. It's like of... how Glasgow is on the same latitude as Moscow or something like that. Almost. Anyway, That's not one of the ones on. I've got written down. But you got one. That's good. Um, all right, we'll do one. Berlin or London? Uh, I want to say London. 
No, it's Berlin, 70 miles north. Berlin's is the earth Bella. curved? Is that the trick? <laughs> well, not according to um, the Flat Earth Society, who have members all over I'm the place. I'm actually a subscriber to that. Okay, go on, next round. You got one out of five. I got three out of ten when I did it, so I'm better than you. Okay. I could have got all of the rest of the five right. Anyway. When we were talking about this quiz, you did say I demand at least five questions about monorails. So. Yeah, I didn't mean it, though. All right, go on. <laughs> What is the closest city to London with a significant monorail as part of its public transport system? Significant monorail as part of... I mean, like, a monorail you might actually use The O2. No. I've got a cable car. Where would you get that from? Um, Also, since when is the O2 a city? Thorpe Park. City. City. You know what a city is, right? Like, how long have you been doing this podcast? Okay, well, actually, there's two about the same. They're quite close to each other. There's Dortmund. Okay. Or there's Wuppertal. Oh, you love which, Wuppertal. Which I do, around. yeah. It's the hanging one. Yeah. yeah okay. No, that is, okay, fair enough. Okay. Okay. Question two. What does the word monorail mean? Is it a single rail? It runs on one rail? Yeah. yeah okay. That yeah. one's quite... I felt like it was going to be like Manchester and you're going to tell me actually it's... No, you know, no, actually it means... No. Like, <laughs> go on. Question three. Is there a chance the track could bend? Yes. Uh, the answer I've got written down is actually not on your life, my Hindu friend. What? Question four. What about us brain-dead slobs? Have you not seen this episode of The Simpsons? I don't watch The Simpsons. How have you never seen Marge versus the Monorail? I don't know. I... It's like, it's amazing. I mean, like, this whole section is not... I was just going to read out the lyrics of the song. Like, anyway, there's a whole song. There's a Monorail song. It's great. It's one of the best episodes they ever did. Can, if you're listening to this, can you, like, tweet Steph to tell her how much she needs to see Marge versus the Monorail? Oh, please don't. It's really good. Okay, okay, okay. Quick, quick fire tube round. Which bit of the tube opened first? Uh, uh, oh, my God. Um, the Metropolitan Line. Is that right? Yeah, but which specific stretch? Um, the old stops? gate line? No, I don't know. Sorry. It's Farringdon to Baker Street. Farringdon to Baker Street, and it's the American guy, isn't it? Sorry, go yeah. on. Uh, no, no, he didn't build that one. He, did he build the 1930s? You're thinking of Charles Tyson Yerkes. Yeah. Who built um, a bit of the Northern Line, a bit of the Piccadilly. But he's why others. we call them cars, not carriages, right? Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, oh. he like he like also stopped a lot of lines from getting built. He's like, it was quite a nasty piece of work in his way. He's like... Anyway, all the stations that have kind of those red shiny tiles, that's one of his. Okay. What branch of the Northern Line is Mornington Crescent on? Nobody knows that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, I don't think you're really like... I mean, I'm disappointed that, that you're... I don't go to the far north. Um, which branch of the Northern Line is... Um, <laughs> is it north of Kentish Town on that bit? No, it's it's south of Camden Town on the West End branch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which which lines which lines is Upton Park on? I'm slightly reassured that I'm worse at this than the Mancunian round, by the way. I mean way. that is. These are, um, I mean, it's district and Hammersmith and city, but if you're, okay. I mean, if you're struggling with these, I was going to say yeah. I was going to say district, and then I was like, I'm not sure. Okay, Upton Park. Because okay. Upton Park is closed a lot. Upton Park is closed. I mean. Well, even now they've moved the football ground. Oh, maybe not now. Because now it's at Stratford. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, that new stadium is terrible, by the way. You're miles away from the pitch. Okay, there is this. This question is. I did also ask for reader contributions. We're kind of edging towards that section now. This one was provided by Jem Collins. There are seven stations on the tube map with names of countries in them. Can you name any of them? I won't ask for all seven. I'll tell you all seven, but with names of countries in them. Yeah. 
Canada Water. Yep. Uh, Remember, it's on the tube map, so it's not just tube stations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Seven stations on the tube map. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Um, oh, that's a tricky question, but it is a fun question. I, um, I really struggled with this. I got like four of them really I feel like if I sat down for half an hour, I would really enjoy doing this, but... Um, There's a couple on the DLR. I'll give you that. Oh, I don't take the DLR very much. Um... Do you, do, you, do you actually not live in London? Do you like, do you ever leave like, do you just, do you just exist on like West the bus India between you? Yes. I do basically just, yeah, the 453 is my true home. Oh, God, I hate it. Um, West India Quay, West India Docks. Is no, that, no, West India. There is a, there's the an East India. East India Docks, sorry. Confusingly, it's just East India, not West India. Is it just yeah. East India? Okay. But that's for, where... Further they... up the line, you've got Cyprus. Oh, of course you do. But that's where East India Youth is from, isn't it, the... Musician. Uh, yes, yeah, I believe that's true. Um, There's a South London one. Is it on the Ginger Line? Yeah, it is. Uh, is it south of New Cross? No, I mean it's kind of it's west of there. It's on the it's on the bit that goes around to Clapham Junction. Oh, I won't know it then. I've got I've just had a sudden horror that this isn't making good radio. No, come like, on, the hell tell are they me, tell me. Okay, Denmark Hill was that one. Denmark Hill. Right up in the north, you've got Turkey Street. I like that. Yeah. And uh, this one, this one's the controversial one because it's not the official name. It's just what people think it is. But Holland Park. What's the actual name? No, I mean, Holland. it's actually Holland Park. I mean, the country is the Netherlands. Oh, I was like, what is the actual name of Holland Park too? But okay. There's like a number of provinces in the Netherlands, maybe seven, but I might have just made that up. But like... How many of them have Two Netherlands? of them are called Holland. There's like North Holland and South Holland, I think. Okay. But the rest of them are called different things. But we just call them Holland for some reason. I've never understood whether you know about football. Why is the football team Holland when the country isn't? I don't know. Okay, I well, thanks. Th- yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, before we move on, what's weird about West, in- West India Quay? Um, you can always get on there, but you can't disembark. Um, that's, I mean, that's wrong, but it's wrong in the right kind of way. Some southbound trains skip it. There's a bypass. So like, if you're coming, I think it's banked to Lewisham services in rush hour, when it gets a bit crowded, they kind of go on this track that kind of, you can just see the station always pass. It's a bit... That's yeah. quite fun. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's one of those bits where it really feels more like a ride than an actual bit of urban transport infrastructure. Okay, okay, we're moving into the last round. You're not, you're not doing great, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> okay, this, I mentioned, we've had a question from, from Jem Collins, so the other, these are contributions also from Twitter. Richard Gadsden asks, which English city other than London... Have Eurostar trains run to? Uh, I know they run through Ashford in Kent. Is it that they used to run to another I mean, city? It's, it's, mm, I mean, he's, he's phrased that quite carefully. Have they run to? Which English city other than London have Eurostar trains run oh, to? Oh, so it's somewhere on the HS1. No, 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 that's, no. Apparently, they use the trains on the on the Great North Eastern to Leeds for a while. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. No, that is quite interesting. But you can get from there to, to Paris, so. Um, someone who I've no idea if, if I'm gonna, if this is actually his name or just what he calls himself on Twitter. I'm not even sure if this is a name, but Zetetic Elench. Okay. Uh, asks, which train station is named after a novel by Sir Walter Scott? Edinburgh Waverley. Yes. See, so if we, ch- if we chuck books in, you get better. <laughs> I should have just asked questions about books and trains. Um, this, I don't know why he thought this was a good idea, but Joshua Osborne said, here's a question to annoy Stephanie. How many staircases are there in Hogwarts? Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, I was kind of hoping that this was someone you knew trolling you in a specific way, like, rather than just like a, a strange person on the internet. 300? Apparently 142. Okay. Yeah. So you haven't like encountered Josh Osborne and had a lengthy row about a number of theories and story here? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Okay, well, so, thanks, mean, Josh. It does sound like the kind of thing I would do on the internet, but um, I don't remember that specific. Adam Cobb asks, why is Metrolink so bloody unreliable compared to trams in any other city? Uh, they don't like the look of you. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I mean, he didn't actually provide an answer. That's 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 as good an answer as we're going to get. And and lastly, from from uh, stop paying the fare, just you know, just get on on match day. You'll feel better. Anyway, go on. You know, during uh, the last day of Tory conference, when I got sick of being in rooms for the Tories, I didn't leave Manchester. I instead just like sat on trams with my laptop and did my job. On trams around tragic. Manchester. I go, well, no, what's even more tragic is I got off at, the, um, at uh, Media City to kind of have a look at the ship canal because you talked about the ship canal. The ship canal is quite cool. There's also a booth there so you can get butter pies. There's a booth in Media City. Oh. I mean, there. what's a butter pie? I mean, a butter like... pie is a, a, a pie with just potato, butter and onion in it. They're really delicious. Oh, so it's not just... I mean, like... That does sound nicer than, like, just butter, which is what I was thinking. No, it's be... not like you bite into it and it's just melted butter. Yeah, I mean... I would delete that. That would be... I don't know. I think... I think... I do wonder if there's such a thing as too much butter. Last time I was in Manchester, I took the tram out to Oldham to go and watch Oldham versus Blackburn Rovers. No, Oldham versus, um... The other one. It... The other ridiculous team my boyfriend sports. Anyway, it was really good fun. Good tram journey. I like the trams. I, agree. I, like the trams. I was in Vienna the other week. They have better trams. Do they? Yeah. Are they reliable? They are quite reliable, but that's not... I, I don't, it's really difficult to work out why I preferred them, but they're like... Like, you know the way almost all the trams in this country are basically like tiny trains? Yeah. Whereas in, in a lot of European cities, there's something slightly different. They've kind of, of made the tram its own form. Yeah, it's kind of... They're, they're, they're sort of slimmer and they're kind of, I don't know Vienna has awesome trams and to be honest John this means nothing to me the last question from uh, from from my my boss Helen though is your former boss is the DLR a tube uh, it's on the tube network but it's not a tube line okay you're sticking to a consistent line on that that's, I do have a consistent line on that's, that so if 2017 has given us nothing else it has given us a definitive answer to that question <laughs> Thank you for coming over, John. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.